welcome to episode 21. Lucky number 21. I really like this number anyways. Welcome to episode 21 of Too Optimistic. This is your host, Dan. And this is your host, Venetia. I'm so proud of you. You remembered what episode it was. <laughs> I know. I even like flashed it on the screen so that you would just remember. So proud. Oh, that's too funny. What is it? I love Fourth it. time's the charm? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I, I knew I'd get it someday. Um, so how is it going? We've Good. You've had an exciting week, I feel. Danny's famous, guys. <laughs> yes, yes, you guys. I was on TV yesterday where there's like several countries watching this show. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had a, any calls from like agents yet. Mm-hmm. But I figured it might just be like a business lag. Yeah. And like they're busy. Like it's the start of the Definitely. week. So pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So honestly, like this might be the last time you guys hear from me because I might be famous <laughs> next week. Yeah, me and Danny <laughs> are probably going to uh, mend. Um, not mend. We're actually going to part ways because she's just yes. like, going to be so <laughs> engraved with all her fame and just won't have time for me. This is the breakup episode. <laughs> we're on to episode 21 and this is where 21 yeah and this is where we break up this is this is there we go um Um, but anyways yeah so i was on an episode of the ellen show yesterday that's so exciting um yeah, I know. They called me. I was in the audience for a show a few weeks prior. Okay, hold on. And then- pause. You need to tell everyone because I Okay, first of all, my DMs were flooding for you. Everyone's like, "How is she on the Ellen show?" Um, me too. I got like so like dozens and dozens of messages from like friends that I haven't talked to in years like talking to me about cloud it. Cloud chasing. Like, and I was like, "That's wild." <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But like, and they were asking me, they're like, how did she get out of there? And I was like, dude, she's lucky. Like she's been part of Ellen's audience for God knows how long. So you need to do a little spiel about your luck with Ellen and your 12 days of giveaway and all that jazz. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's break down my Ellen time. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, back in 2015, my sister, well, my mom has always been a big fan of Ellen as have, like my sister and I. So, um, Obviously, before COVID, you could win tickets. They're free. um, And then you could go do a taping of the show in Burbank, California. So all you have to do is, like, if you're not a local, you have to pay for your flights and accommodation all that. But you can go to the show for free. So you just kind of have to know the tickets go on their website. They go online. Every few days, they, like, put another um, section of days up. And then it's first come, first serve for tickets. So we just kind of watched it for a while put on our name when one came up and then boom we got the email we got tickets so we went down and then for that episode I think it was in like February of 2015 Mm -hmm. and we ended up getting tickets to go back for one of her 12 days of giveaways that December which was so wild and we ended up getting so much like it was like a kitchen theme day so we got we and we got three of everything obviously because all three of us went we got like yeah we got toaster ovens and like knife blocks and pans and turkey roasters and so that was really cool so ever since then we've been um applying for tickets and i my mom's gone more than i have she's so lucky every year yeah every year she goes at least once or twice and then um basically i've i think i've gone in person twice or three times i can't even remember and um And then we found out that you could be in her virtual audience during COVID. So we applied online for that. And I got the call back or the email back to go in her virtual audience a few weeks ago. And they send you, I'm not going to give up the allure (laughs) of it. It's, it's, it's Hollywood magic, baby. Um, But anyways, I was picked out of the group of people to do a game on the show. 
and they called me one day and they're like, hey, we have an opening for tomorrow. Um, we need people from international audiences and this is going to really work out. Can you come on? So I was like, yes, absolutely. That would be so cool. Uh-huh. So I went on the show. I filmed it a few weeks ago and I got to talk to Ellen and that was the coolest thing. So dope. So dope. Like, I mean, it's her show. You, it, there's not a lot of time, but she said hi. She asked me, you know, how I was and like what time it was and what I do in Canada, all that good stuff. And I was so nervous. We were playing. I'm okay. I didn't go to college. I, <laughs> I'm a bartender. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bartender. So like I'm generally on the other side of drinking games, but we're, we had to play quarters mm-hmm. and classic. I'm going to be honest. Like I never heard of it. Before. I, okay. I think you, this is another one of those. Were you there? I don't remember, but I feel like you were. We went to a bar in Vancouver and we played quarters, but I don't remember if you had played with us or you just sat and watched us. Maybe I was just sitting and watching. I don't know, but I don't recall ever. Like, I mean, I've probably seen it before. Like, I've probably seen customers do it before, but I can't say I've ever played mm-hmm, it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brother-in-law and one of my colleagues actually helped me practice that morning, <laughs> and I was getting pretty good at it. I just sat there all day. I was just playing with quarters yeah. the whole time. Um, so it was me and three other people, one from South Africa and one from Argentina. That's yeah, so interesting. Um, and yeah right I was like oh my gosh like I didn't know there was like people from all over the world watching the show Mm -hmm. um so we had to play quarters I ended up coming in second place which is not Not bad bad. because the winner had to sing the national anthem (laughs) or her their their country's national anthem on national tv and I would have hung up on zoom had that happened (laughs) just been like oh connection lost whoops yeah sorry whoops I actually okay this is this is kind of embarrassing, but I was so nervous. Um, I had to write down the lyrics of the anthem <laughs> just in case. Me that. Because I definitely was going to start singing the Star Spangled Banner. I know, and I don't even know. I don't even know that one. I was, like, I, I know the first line and I would have totally started I singing I watched it. too many sports. So I was literally telling dad when she was telling me this. I'm like, dude, like I could just imagine us like trying to sing this anthem if she if I were ever asked to do that and I would just start singing oh say can you like I've never never even like I don't know why it's just because I watch American sports so I'm always listening to the American um anthem exactly and they start with the same word so it would have just taken me away but um luckily I didn't have to do that but luckily I still came in second place got my little silver medal um so that was so surreal and so cool and it aired yesterday on the show it's up on her Ellen or yeah Ellen Ellen tube I guess on her YouTube um just watch like international audience plays quarters Mm -hmm. and I'll be on it yeah it was so cool I um I sent it to my, well, I posted it, like I took a screenshot, obviously being the bestie I am, I have to hype her up, (laughs) and I posted it to my story, and I got so many responses from people being like, what, how, like, what the heck, and I was like, yeah, I know, it's so cool, Um, I know her, like, don't forget me after the fame, and um, um, my my brother's wife was like, oh my god, send it to me, I have to see it, and I sent her the little clip, she's like, oh my god, she's so cute, she did so well, like, just such good words about your time on Ellen. Oh, that's so sweet. You can see, like, a lot of people were saying, like, "Oh, you didn't seem nervous at all," and I was shaking so bad. Well, you were like, holding I think, up the and thing. I was like, when I was, <laughs> I was like, baby, baby, you can tell, you could tell that I 
when I was about to bounce the quarters or when I was trying to get the quarters out of my one hand, it wasn't even like I didn't have like sweaty palms <laughs> or anything, but I just, I, it's like I lost feeling in my hands and I was like, okay, okay, left hand, move to the right. Get that one. <laughs> That's hilarious. But it, um, it's such a cool yeah. experience to have down in your um, like life little journal. You know? I know, right? I was like, I might share this on my Facebook page. Is, yeah. is that a little pompous? No, or no, like, not at all. Like, I have to have something to remember it by, too, because I'm not always going to look it up on YouTube. It's got to be there in my feed. Exactly. And um, sorry, I just want to rewind. I feel like you got cool. Um, well, you did get a cool pr- prize for just not even a prize, a gift for just being on yeah. the show. But yeah, I feel like maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I, I recall you getting like a dope um, like prize to go somewhere with your friend at the time like to oh yes yeah, that was, yeah. I told, how did I yeah, forget about that's that that's why oh I'm like gosh. dude you're saying that you got a kitchen thing but then you you also got like an, a like a trip <laughs> paid for for you and a friend so yeah so back pre-covid times um part of her 12 days of giveaways almost every day of the 12 days there was either like a travel voucher or a trip to a certain resort whatever um given away on each day so then for hours we ended up getting um a voucher to this travel site it's not in it's not like a thing anymore mm-hmm. but um it was basically all all inclusives in oh. the caribbean that you could book from and you had a you had to yeah so it was flights included and your hotel and stuff included so um and it was for two so you could take someone so i ended up taking one of my good friends and we went to we were gonna go to turks and caicos and i was so excited about that because i was like yeah. who am i kim kardashian Literally. like please yeah like when am I ever gonna get to Turks and Caicos again? Yeah, like, and if it's I mean now for. it's it's exactly. So I was like, yes, let's do it. And I'd never been to the Caribbean before. I've also never been to Mexico before. Same. Um, which oh really? Yeah, I've never been to Mexico. You didn't know that? Or the Caribbean? No. Oh, I probably knew that. I've been to Fiji Ooh, though, so goodness. that's like something cool. But yeah, Fiji's beautiful. Um, so yeah, we ended up going to Saint Martin. Um, which is a or Saint Martin, um, <laughs> which we we went to the we went to the fr- French side. Ooh. It's a half French, half Dutch island in the Caribbean. Um, so we went there and we had I th- I think you have to stay like at least a week. Oh, we had to stay jealous. and um, so beautiful like once in a lifetime trip and um, like I I can't even imagine like just myself booking a trip to the Caribbean again or later in life yeah. i'm sure but that was so cool to be like 20 years old and have this free trip with your friend like to go the dream. to the caribbean the dream and then yeah so my mom actually went on um a year after and she ended up getting 12 days tickets again and she got a trip to the bahamas Ugh. but she's not a she's not a big traveler uh-huh. um she's traveled a lot before and it wasn't as big for her uh-huh. so she ended up giving the voucher to my sister and i so we went um for a week to the bahamas a couple years ago too what the from heck Ellen. i didn't so, know that yes oh, yeah wow. Paige and i went to the bahamas and it was really cool and really it was this brand new resort actually um of course the name is slipping from my mind right now mm-hmm. But um, I want, I've always wanted to go to the Bahamas because Mary-Kate and Ashley, Holly, and the Sun. <laughs> yes, yes, I wanted yes, to go yes, to Atlantis. Yes, yeah. So we ended up going to a day trip at Atlantis and touring the property and stuff like that. But we stayed at this brand new, beautiful resort that, like, celebrities are getting paid, like, 
sponsorships to go stay at now. And I was like, wow, I was one of the first ones. Also, the day before we went, Nick Jonas, I, th- I think it was Nick Jonas, um, did a concert there like the day before I got there. Uh-huh. So I was really excited because I knew he was still there. Love but I unfortunately Nikki. didn't get to see his concert. So that was kind of a downer. But I mean, who could complain when you're in the Bahamas for free? Yeah, you, you literally got everyone's dream Ellen show experience like 12 days of giveaway exactly honey come back let me pay for your trip give you a whole kitchen <laughs> of worth of stuff like that's so cool and my my friends were like how is she because they were like how did she get on the show and I was like honestly like this is nothing new for her <laughs> like she's been on Ellen <laughs> so many times like no at least this time is this one was probably obviously the most um coolest one because you actually got to be like on the show and people like see you and Mm -hmm. play the game like everyone wants to do that like bucket list stuff but I was like yeah she's literally been to the Ellen show so many times and she's won such cool stuff like I'm like I don't even know what the word is but I was hyping you up to my friends like don't worry like she's an (laughs) Ellen like girl like she knows (laughs) but um, I I know Ellen um, you know what one show I went to um I think it may have been the first show there was a little bit extra time at the end because they had pre-recorded our music guest for that episode Mm -hmm. so there was a little bit extra time so she actually sat with us and this is when we were in studio Mm -hmm. she came and sat down and she just did like a 15 minute Q&A with the audience oh that's fun like so personal so nice yeah it was really really nice but yeah that was that was really cool you had a really exciting week or actually few weeks then because it was just like Mm -hmm. the anticipation to see you and I felt like a like a mom I felt like mean girl's mom with the camera like I was just like waiting for her (laughs) to like show up and then she said I'm so thankful it came out on YouTube because I was like I'm gonna have to record this like on my phone (laughs) off my TV so I know but now you have it now you have it forever exactly that's so cool but how about you how's your week been um it's been good just you know working lots I mean I wasn't on Ellen so I think I was just (laughs) I was feeling your fame through my friends um yeah just really good vibes um but I have been like seeing someone um (laughs) you acting surprised is he is he gonna listen to this I don't know he okay see here's a new thing once we started the podcast if I did go on dates even pre-covid before actually we did start the podcast during covid times but when it was like okay to see people Mm-hmm. every time I would see someone they would automatically ask me about the podcast and want to listen to an episode and my new thing is like don't listen to it or listen to the latest episode because I don't know I feel like I talk like single <laughs> me was thriving. don't trust what I said a few weeks ago <laughs> exactly I'm continuously <laughs> evolving and changing um but yeah it's really interesting dating obviously during COVID times I am being a very very smart person about it um and I'm not someone who dates a lot. We've talked about this. Um, after right. I just said, while I was dating before. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. I went on maybe the total of like dates I've had this year have only been two. Which I feel like I'm playing the safe side. Um, I like how you're saying that, but like it's March. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will say guys, we, okay. My perspective on dating has changed completely. And I'm glad we're bringing this up because. I used to be that girl that was like, I'm not going to date on you, a date with you unless, I don't know, like I really had to be drawn in to do it. But all my family and my friends are like, you're being too hard. You just need to go on at least one date just to see what it's like. Take the pressure off, like stop treating it like this is your husband. You're going to marry him. And that's why the first date is so crazy. So I listened to them. And then I set up to, and, and this was funny, I left a window of opportunity and this guy that is my 
one of my really close friends' boyfriend's best friend had been trying mm-hmm. to talk to me before and I never gave him my time of day because I'm Anisha and that's what I do. <laughs> um, and so when this little window of opportunity came, he slid right in and I was like, sure, like, like let's go do something. Obviously, I wanted to do something distant because I knew him before, but he was still kind of a stranger. And Right. But Ooh, that sounds scary. He wasn't a stranger. Like, I knew him and obviously it's, I, I feel good dating people that my friends know actually I have pros and cons about that but pro is like I already know all the backstory of what I need to know about the person like Mm -hmm. scary wise I can make my decision um but the the con is like they have it from their perspective of of a friend so they don't really know what they're right okay you know what I'm gonna bund in right now butt in right now and just say that I had someone lined up for you and um you didn't get to do this favor for me so um if you're listening my friend I don't worry I'll still get you in there who's your friend you know who I'm oh, talking okay. about. Oh, okay. Well, okay. if I'm going to be honest, <laughs> if he's probably listening to this, he's pl- he Ask her. Um, be- One asked me. He also, if we're talking about the same person, I think we are. He asked me to go for a walk and then just like never showed any initiative and like never even, tr- it, like he sound like he, you make him sound like he's interested in me. But then when he talks to me, he sounds like he's not. So I'm sorry, dude. Like I need you to just be that person. And guess what? Now my window of opportunity is closed. <laughs> um but as I was bringing up dating my brother and my uh brother's wife so my sister now are very invested in my dating life and it's actually really cute because my brother asked me um he came over because I haven't seen him in a really long time and he was like hey like did you go on a date the other day like or like the other week and I was like yeah and he was like tell me about it like it's so funny now and so we started talking about it and I was telling him you know what? I was like, this guy has a lot of the things that I've wanted in someone, but I just don't feel it. I don't feel it. There's not like, mm. there's nothing. Oh man, I hope you're not listening right now. She's not giving you a lot of credit. The the, the <laughs> oh god, he, I I hope he's not. I refuse to let him. Um, <laughs> but I was like, it just don't feel like it, it. It's not someone I want to be serious with. It's not someone I see long term. Mm-hmm. And then we just got into this conversation that led us to believe that I'm actually scared of commitment. considering that I have been someone who has talked about how she's always wanted something so serious and that I'm a serious dater. Mm -hmm. But we came to the realization that I have actually have grown commitment issues, but I haven't really exposed the light on it. And so let's, let's quickly break it down. Let's break that down. Have you, okay. Have you always been a like someone with commitment issues or is this like I think so just- <laughs> this was new to me I was I was sitting there like what and both of them were just looking at me they're like no dog I think I think you have it I think you have it um I would like to say how amazing that is though that you could just have like a conversation and have such like an epiphany a revelation and just be like wow I'm not the person that I thought I was it, it's crazy that you- self-growth my friend yes like just when you thought that you had figured everything out Something just comes out, which is why I feel like it's important to talk to your loved ones. Yes. Um, so how we discovered this. Um, you might be able to relate a little, actually. Um, okay. And listeners, you might be able to relate a little, too. So we were talking about my dating history after I got out of a really serious relationship. And they were like, you know what? The type of people you decide you decided to d- date were people you knew you couldn't have anything with. And I was like, 
huh? <laughs> I looked at them and I was like, wait, what? And then we're like, let's talk about LA boy for a second. They're like, you knew that that was going to end. You knew it had to end. And you knew in the beginning going into it that this was just going to be a fun summer fling and someone to see and get to know. You knew that. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, so you knew going in that there was nothing serious you could get out of it. So this was your opportunity to act like, oh my God, I'm giving it my all and it's still not working out. Um, And you could idealize it as much as you liked because subconsciously you knew that this person was never going to be for you. And like you knew it was never going to happen. And so the fear of like, knowing that it was actually, I guess I stumbled on my words, but basically I knew that nothing was coming from it. So I held it to such a high thing to make it be like, I am dating and I am trying, but I keep attracting people that don't want me. But Mm. really I knew that nothing was going to come from it. So then when I start to see other guys, it was always guys that I knew that I didn't, like deep down, I knew I wasn't going to actually want to be in a relationship with long-term with. And Mm -hmm. then they said, now you're with a guy who has a lot of the qualities that you actually want in someone. And they're like, we know this is not your person because you don't feel it. But he has all the qualities and all of a sudden you are like getting scared and you're refusing to give him any good credit because you're scared of the commitment that you would have to put in. And I was like, what? Wait, I actually low-key am because they're like, why do you feel like he's the end-all be-all? Like you keep looking at him and you're like, oh my god. What if this is it? And then you start to panic and you're like, oh my God, then I have to go through the motions again. And then we realized, and they, this is why I love them to death. They said, you put in so much of your heart into one relationship before and you put in all this commitment that now you make it hard on yourself to date because you don't want to give someone the opportunity to let you in and show you, like go through the motions again. You're afraid of that. And that's why you are so picky when you're dating. And that's why whenever someone comes into your life, you automatically pick something to hate about them right away so that you safeguard Mm. yourself from actually liking them and actually pursuing it and going through the motions. And I sat there and I was like, wait a minute. That is so true because like meeting the family and doing that whole thing like I had that and it was so embedded and it took so much work that I'm actually so scared of doing that again like I actually fear it and I sat there and I was like oh my god and they both looked at me and my brother's wife looked at me and she goes but I want you to know this one thing we as a family will always be here for you and we're willing to put in the work again for another person so don't let that hold you back they're like we will be here for you we'll do it with a new guy whoever you like we are, we are, you're worth it. We will do the commitment. We will go through the motions, even if they suck, but we will go through the motions with you. And I was like, why do I feel so seen and heard? (laughs) But like, it was crazy because I genuinely thought for so long that I was just talking to the wrong men, which I was, but I knew I was subconsciously. Mm, That is so interesting because when you break it down that way, my thoughts on LA guy were you know, every woman wants to be able to change a man. Mm. I thought maybe you're looking at it from a view of like the fairy tale, like he's going to decide, no, I'm going to stay and I love you sort of thing. Well, not I love you. I'm sorry. That's like a lot. (laughs) But, um, but like he was going to choose you sort of thing, like choose me, pick me, love me, you know, but I knew I wasn't. But now seeing it from another perspective my eyes are yeah and it's funny because on my first date with LA boy he said he liked me and I said no you don't I was like I hate long distance and I don't do stuff like that I shut every ounce of it down and then I 
went after it because I knew I didn't it was weird it's weird I get it though and I do it's it's bad I like the chase in some parts which shows a lot of um but that's something I also have to work on but yeah that was something I learned you're really like I think you've always been a realistic dater um way more so than me whereas I'm like a fairy tale romantic Mm -hmm. not that you're not a romantic you are for sure but I think you're just more realistic about it than I am um you're smiling because you know (laughs) (laughs) no you know it's funny because when I look at dating with you I was thinking this to myself the other day I was like am I just falling for crumbs like am I just going after what's what's just coming to me um, or am mm-hmm. I just allowing to go naturally? And I thought about you and I was like, anytime you get any type of crumb, you're like, oh God, no, I can do better than that. And you don't even give it your time of day. And even when I tell you, I'm like, do it, just, just go on the date, just to go on the date and have fun and see what it's like right now. Right. And you're like, no, I know exactly, you just know exactly what you want and you're not willing for someone to waste your time. And that's what, yes. and that's what we shared a lot of. And like recently I feel like I let other people's, um, opinions on my dating life come into my thing and change what I needed to do wow okay so where do you think you're gonna go with this like I I mean obviously you said this guy is not the one um great guy though I'm sure (laughs) um (laughs) nothing against you man Uh, it's it's not you it's her it's not Um, it's me But what, like, are you going to be doing some work on this? Or, like, you just going to be aware of this? Uh, I don't know. I guess, like, we'll just have to see. I really don't know. I I don't know. I feel like I, I have some inner stuff to work on still. So. Amazing. Okay, you know what? I kind of had a bit of an epiphany myself. Yeah, let, let it spill. Um, let it out. Let it out. Um, So, let's be honest, everyone. My situation is not <laughs> changed. Shut up. Um, this is, this is all personal work, um, and just sort of thinking over, thinking over everything I've gone through. Um, but I, like you said, like I'm, I don't, I don't pick up the crumbs, Mm -hmm. but I, I'm really hard on myself when it comes to this sort of stuff. I'm a big Mm self-sabotager. I overthink so much. And I think that's why I've been in, I get those random like slumps where I'm just kind of sad and a little bit lonely. Mm-hmm. It's because it's almost like a personal failure sort of thing. <gasps> yeah. Like I am so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. I don't. And if I have or would even like think about picking up a crumb, I'd be like, why are you doing this? Like, this isn't, this isn't what you want. You're not getting reciprocated. Why are you doing this? And then I turn it on myself. Girl. So I'm like, I, I got some work to do. This situation is not changing because I got some work to do. That's crazy. Which takes me to my realization is, am I really codependent? Oh, really? Yes. Really? Because I preach that I am an independent woman. Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. But when it comes to being with someone or having you know a friendship or a relationship or whatever I'm a big people pleaser oh and that'll drive us to- and I yeah I change my habits and it, I don't want I don't want to say that I put their priorities first but I definitely prioritize you do, don't you dare lie to me them. there's been so many times <laughs> where we've been in situations and you you I literally will never forget we were booking a trip somewhere Sorry, I'm a tangent queen and we're going to have to do this real quickly. We were booking a trip somewhere and you were trying to make everyone happy because Danny is the planner usually just because she's quite organized and knows everything. 
I'm the sit back. I lay back. I say, yes, mother, I will do whatever you want me to do. I will put in this. She's money. so neutral. It <laughs> I hurts. Know, it's so neutral. It hurts. Um, <laughs> so she was trying to plan this and she was trying to make everyone happy. But no, but when you have such a group, a big group of people, obviously this was pre-COVID, you can't make mm-hmm. everyone happy. And I remember she was trying so hard to people please and do everything till the point where she just FaceTimed me separately. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> It put me into a state of turmoil. Just- I I was crying. I had like panic attacks. <laughs> uh, like I sorry, I, I have a big list. It's not a bad thing. No, no. Like- I, looking back on it, I was like, oh my God, never doing yeah. that again. Um, but anyways, we had a book. Uh, we had a trip of like, I don't know, what was there? Like 12, 13, 14 people. And there were a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, I think my opinions. <laughs> Um, but I have a long list of wants and needs when it comes to these sort of things. That's why I'm like such a mom and such a planner mm-hmm. is because like I like to, you know, make sure everything's the T's are crossed, yeah, the I's are dotted. Yeah, you think of all the little things that us normal, <laughs> us normal, <laughs> uh, as people like me wouldn't even think about. I'm like, okay, clothes, shirt, this, blah, 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 get in. And then you're like, right. did you remember your Q-tips for when you need to remove this out of your eye? And I was like. <laughs> Oh no. You're like, don't worry. I have a whole sack of it right here. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> that is so true. I always have yeah. Q-tips on me. Um, they're so versatile. Um, sponsor <laughs> I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, I really value everyone else's opinions. Mm. I need that validation. Oh God, yeah. So I needed to make every single person happy and find a place to stay that made every single person happy and had something for everyone. And it put me into such a state because of turmoil. I was like, I don't even want to go anymore. <laughs> I, I literally remember you texting me like, I think I'm not going to come. I'm not going. And I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> oh, it was that text you sent me. And I think I might have FaceTimed you. And I was like, are you okay? Are you okay? I... I was okay. I was doing this all downstairs in my house, and then it was getting to be too much. So I was like, I need to be like alone to like figure out the mm-hmm. logistics. So I was going upstairs, and the messages just kept coming in. So that's when I like plopped down halfway up my stairs, and that's when you faced on me. And I was just like <laughs> lying across my staircase, just like crying. <laughs> oh God, it was like peak people pleasing moment. Like you're only yes. making yourself unhappy because it's causing so much stress and overwhelming you. Because now you're exactly. like, okay, me needs two bathrooms katie needs uh, a pool the, this person needs to be this far from here we need to be x amount away so we don't ca- like so like the details like you can't do it all you can't do it all and our our friends are so good like some of them need certain things and some of them are so neutral mm-hmm. so the rest of them are like oh like just do this like i, I can live with this and i'm like no we cannot <laughs> i'm the neutral person i need to do this i'm i'm like the neutral person unless you make me if you tell me that we are tenting out and you want me to look cute the next day, mm. sorry, I'm not doing it. I will I'll book a cabin for myself. That is just, I'm so sorry. Oh, absolutely. I know. Every time we go away, I always think, like, I need to make sure that um, there's a hotel nearby in case I just book Which my own room and leave them. Which is why me and Danny travel so well together because we always room yes. together. We have the same kind of situation. It just always works out nicely. Yes, we get each other's schedule. We're good to go. Um, anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, and this is, like, this is, I mean, this is something I'm going to have to unpack in another episode mm-hmm, maybe, mm-hmm. but I have a long history of separation anxiety. Too. Yeah, I always wanted to get into this and, and um, talk about that, but we'll save that for another episode because I feel like you would you would have a lot to talk about there. Um, yeah, which like, I'm sorry, I'm kind of breaking it down in my head right now, which is kind of odd because I've always been a really independent, like 
person when I was younger. I would always play on my own. Like I didn't need to be around other people. That kind of sounds a little psycho, <laughs> but not in like a weird way. Um, but maybe that's why. But you like need I was, I was kind of happy like playing with my Barbies and all that stuff. Um, but then when it came down to it, like I had major separation anxieties, and that definitely still comes out now. Like when you were younger, um, you I've had done, it. Yes, mm, yeah, yeah. Like throughout my entire youth. Um, but and now I feel kind of okay on that. But when I really think about it, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> wow. I just like separation anxiety within like, do you feel? Do you? F- so that is like connected to my people pleasing. Because I'm like, don't, don't leave me. <laughs> don't, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I oh, can yeah. to make you happy. No, that doesn't so work. So you won't leave me. Th- that doesn't work. I know. That doesn't work. I know. It's scary. I just realized this. Trust me. When you do that in a relationship, you just end up hating the other person internally and then you're just like this isn't even me I'm wearing a mask like I'm not this person I'm not this perfect yes but you're so right like people pleasing comes into that and um do you think you're codependent oh hell yeah I've learned this too um um, I think um it's because I think I'm codependent codependent in relationships because growing up again I was very independent um and I didn't have, I didn't feel like I had no hate to my brother. Love my brother to death. We have a great relationship. Love you, Benjamin. Even though he doesn't listen to the podcast, he tells me all the time. Um, (laughs) um, But his wife does, so it doesn't matter. Um, I just never Mm -hmm. felt like I had someone to take care of me, per se, like in 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 a masculine way. Not that you have to have that. Just for me personally, I like to feel like I have a masculine in my life that's taking care of some parts that I would like to feel a little more submissive in a way and not in that right. weird like way we're not talking like 50 yeah, shades not of gray that here way, we're just but I'm just, I'm just kidding. you like to be <laughs> <laughs> you you like to be taken like care to, of thank though. you I just like to be taken care of because I never got that when I was younger so if I don't have that mm-hmm. in a relationship it really bugs me and so I I become very dependent when I am in the relationship it's weird because right. I didn't have it before. I'm like 10 times more, um, like it's 10 times more important to me now that I'm like an adult and in a relationship. Right. In relationships. I'm not in a relationship. Um, Ooh. <laughs> this guy's like, he's yes. Like, Industries. <laughs> um, also, like, this guy just broke up with his girlfriend. So it really just goes to show the type of men I pick. Um, yeah. Red flag, I my know. dude. But red that's flag. why I picked it because I knew there was going to be nothing serious subconsciously. <gasps> Look at all this work you've know, done. Like crazy. that would have taken me so long to realize. Uh, it just comes to you. But um yeah, so you feel you feel the codependency too. Yes. Um definitely. I m- m- not so much in like I love a partnership. I love an equal Same. partnership. I love um supporting them. I love them supporting me. <laughs> but I think I'm also an enabler. I know I'm an enabler. <laughs> I'm, I I enable everything. Come on. Um but I make excuses for their behavior Same. a lot. And that is apparently a sign of codependency. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't yes, know Yes, I was just Googling it and I was like, no. Oh, I didn't know that. That's me. That is so, wow. Really? Yeah. What are some other um, points? Educate And, and it's like, yes. Okay, so like you're supporting them at a cost of your own health. Mental, physical, um, all the types of health that you mm-hmm, can have. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely something that I've done. And I'm like, wow, girl, like. You need to go see a therapist. <laughs> you need to go <laughs> see a therapist. 
therapist. Just have a little. This this is a call for hypnotherapy at this. We point. are not doing hypnotherapy um. with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm more mature now, and I can handle. Yeah, it. probably. Um, but it's like partner manipulation. It is. We're, we're getting we're getting a little bit dark here, but I don't know. I like I don't know if I want to say that I've really dealt with that a lot in my adult life. Um. But it is a huge sign of, like, codependency is when you're, like, putting up with that. And then you realize the signs of, like, them putting you down. And then you're like, ah, latch on. Here's my thing with that. Um, manipulation, I, I know, is a big word. Don't get me wrong. But. Mm-hmm. I know. That's so scary. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's like I, a trigger. I, yeah, trigger warning. Um, but when I feel that because I, I resonate with it because I, we are those people. I am better at it now. I'm, I'm not as, like, people-pleasing. But before, I used to be like that. And the person I was with knew I was like that and would use that to their advantage almost. And I don't know Mm. if it was consciously or subconsciously, but they knew that I would do certain things. And so they would say certain things to make me, like, get a reaction that they knew I would get. Uh, That that they knew I would give. Another episode that Mo (laughs) cannot enunciate. It's just so bad. It's just so bad. I mean, at this point, we can't do it without exactly. it. Exactly. So. I give you a giggle every time. Um, yeah, a little comedic relief. Yeah, so I get what you're saying as it being a partner manipulation thing. Mm-hmm. And now let's talk long-term effects. Because this is obviously, like, you learn something from every relationship. And is this something, like, you take along with mm-hmm. you? Are you the way you are today because of how they treated you then? like as in in a good way or in a bad way like well either I mean do you feel like maybe your commitment issues have sprouted from Ah! a little bit of partner manipulation oh my god stop it Danielle (laughs) (laughs) I feel it um yeah oh my god I mean I think that's something that we really need to break down or you need to break down on yourself um because you've just had this revelation that's crazy but yeah I just like because I felt like I was over that thing, I never visit it and I never go back to it. I never journal about it because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I healed it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here and I'm like, wait a minute, sis, clockwork, hold on. <laughs> I need to clock back in. Did I? I need to clock back in. Yes. Start racking up those oh, hours, gosh. baby. Okay. I feel targeted. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so is there anything you want to say about codependency? <laughs> it's a bit or anything anything more <laughs> you want to elaborate on your re- revelation i keep on wanting to say revolution, revolution. I, yeah i see the same thing um dance dance revolution dance dance revolution i was freaking so good at that the movie theaters when that was a thing was i don't really have quick feet so i can't say okay, i was but you're but... telling me that when you used to go to the movie theaters you never did the dance dance revelation revolution oh, oh i did see, it. now i say I revelation instead of revolution <laughs> I did it. I did it. That's for sure. My favorite thing ever was the movie theater arcade. Um, but I'm not saying I was good at it. No. Um, codependency. I, I, I guess I'm a little, I don't know. I feel like a little taken back by my own actions. I feel mm. just codependency. Just, it has to do with your people pleasing qualities. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I really have words to share with anyone right now. I think you should really take this. <laughs> you're, in. you're a little kind of going through my own experiences in my head and that's what I do and now I'm like whoa brain fart not brain fart what's the other word mind blown mind blown (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, so I mean, I'm gonna have to go back in my mind and break down past relationships from years ago that um that maybe have made the me pers- the codependent person, person that I am today. Yeah. Wow. You learn something, you pick something up from everyone. So so there's gotta be some sort of connection there. Crazy. But anyways, moral of the story, guys. We are codependent. Um, we are <laughs> A work in progress, like everyone else. Um, I hope you got something out of this and maybe break down your own codependency, um, codependency or independent. Um, maybe you'll have like a really independent revelation and you're just going to be like so cool and fresh and like take on the world. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. What if you grow out of your um, codependency tunnel or cocoon? Yeah. What if you're like, I do not want to be like Manisha and Dan. I need to. <laughs> exactly. <do this> <laughs> Honestly, the sooner you do the work, the the easier this uh, thing is to maneuver. Exactly. I mean, that's what we have the whole podcast for is so you can come through our journey with us and maybe learn something from it and then take something away. And if you're a better person for it, that's all we ask. We'll we'll try with ourselves. We can't can't promise anything. We can't promise. (laughs) Uh, Anywho, that was a great episode. We learned some things ourselves. Oh, these are the ones I love. Like no notes, no nothing. Like this just is all just top of the like, dome. Exactly. Just. It's just in there and we're unearthing it and I love it. Uh, anywho, this has been great. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week and we love you. Bye.